Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, and welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, and welcome back to the Universal Law Series. I am so excited. I have never talked specifically about this concept, so I am really grateful for this law and to be able to have this as a topic on the podcast. Oh, I'm excited. This is the law of compensation. Ah, man. It would be easy to assume we're talking about money, compensation, but we're going to expand this conversation. I might use money as one of the um, tools or examples, but we're going to stay with me, people. This is so cool. So I'm going to read you the, the law. The universe fills up the empty space or vacuum or void with things we desire, but first we must clear and create space for the new. So just one more time, the universe fills up empty space with things we desire after, when and only when, we make space for the new. So you have heard me share my concept about voids and vacuums, that the universe does not like a void. The universe will fill a void. There's not meant to be space, but we have to make space. We have to clear in order to receive. I love this in every application. I love this law in every application because um, I like to use it for relationship, right? Like if we do not have space in our head and our heart, it's really difficult to call in the relationship we want, the career we want, the health we want, like whatever. If our emotional baggage is dragging us or clogging us, and so it's so important to clear and release. This law like dominates my methodology because you know I love burn parties or the burn ceremony. I I really value ego death. I value releasing that which no longer serves us. And so um I think that's why I'm so excited to talk to you about it because I literally live this in practice. And I have been, I feel so blessed because I understand this law and honor it so much. And so I just want to offer it to you uh, said this way, as far as the law of compensation means um, if we are calling something in, if we have a certain desire, um, particularly maybe you have a certain vision of the way that things go or would go or should go, and it would require you to release a lot of the way it didn't go or the way that it has been, that's a big one. Um when I'm working with people, actually, it's much more when I'm not working with people, like people that I'm not working with, because the people that I end up working with are people who believe that things can get better. So I would love to offer in this moment the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset says, this is the way it is. This is how it's always been. This is how it will always go. It's very fixed. Therefore, there's not a lot of possibility from a fixed mindset. 
and from a fixed mindset, there's too much. So I, you've probably heard me say this before, if this is the first episode, particularly the first episode of this series, I would love to encourage you to check this whole series out. It's brilliant. I often explain the concept of a hoarder. So let's use a physical hoarder. You all seen that show on TLC hoarders? Like there is a point where you cannot bring anything else in. So if we think of a physical hoarder and their house is filled to the brim with stuff, and particularly if you're a physical hoarder, it's likely you have a lot of like it could be trash, like garbage, like rotting stuff, like gross, but there's also like hygienic hoarders who just own a lot of things. They're like material based, right? So just think of a house stuffed to the brim. There's a point where you literally cannot bring any more in. And if you're a hoarder, it's likely you want more things or you would acquire more things. And so that happens. And we also do that emotionally when you never, like you keep bringing things in, keep bringing things in, but you never let things out or let things go, you will get maxed out to the brim to the point where there is no more space available in you. And so I love using physical examples. I'm going to use one more. Think about your phone. Your phone or your computer has a finite amount of memory of storage available on it. So when you fill it to capacity, do you notice that it starts to run slower? It's less functional and it moves much slower. Well, emotionally and mentally, we act like the phone. It slows us down to be holding on to so much emotionally, particularly like from our past, because that's where all that stuff comes from. And then if we apply that to the lesson of the house as well, the house will become less functional as we fill it with more and more, right? We don't have access to cleaning everything. Maybe we can't get through certain doorways. Um, There's just less functionality in that home. And we might desire more, but we actually have no room for it. So if you're trying to call in a new relationship and there is no, there's no room in your home. I actually realized this for myself when I was living in a one, like a studio, if I ended up in a relationship, there was no way that that person could move in with me. Not that that was my plan, but I was just looking at the energetic space I had available for a significant other. And, and in the physical space I was living in, there really wasn't space for another person. So then I looked, is there space for another person in my schedule? No, I work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I work on the weekends when I want to. I, I run my schedule and it's not very conducive for a relationship. So I took a look at that and I made space in my schedule. And then I looked, is there space in my head and my heart for a significant other? And the answer was no, there was still some stuff to complete. There was still some stuff to let go of. And so that cued me up that there's no way, like, especially something from like organic connection or uh, flow, something that I wouldn't have to force, something that to flow, like a relationship or finances or more clients or just, you know, prosperity, abundance for that stuff to flow into my life and not have to force it. I would have to clear up energetic space, physical space uh, for the new to come in. 
And so I may have like explained that one into the ground and I'm very willing to because this is such a valuable understanding to apply to your life. And so um, I want to offer like, what can we do about that is release, 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 release. What's hanging around in your life that is ready to go? And um, I do want to distinguish the difference between letting go and releasing something when it has served its purpose, as opposed to like blocking or there's another word that I really want to bring to this is like running. There's a difference between running from something and releasing it. And so we're not, it's not about running, but it's about that graceful, compassionate release of like the acknowledgement of something already having served its purpose. And so just want to offer that as a distinction as you start to take on this work as well. And so um, I want to start to move this conversation forward a little bit about being compensated. Again, that compensation comes in like that money mindset, compensation payment or transactional. And when we don't release, we are causing a block. We're like a dam in a river. We're disrupting flow. And so if you want a new relationship, but you're hanging on to the old one or the old one is hanging on to you and you're not setting boundaries, then one, you're not available for your next relationship and that other person is not available for their next relationship. So we have to be willing to create the void. This is really important because we have to create the void before, like it's it's made in faith the moves are made in faith because you might not see what's on the other side of letting go. And that's the law of compensation as far as like what's coming next might not be in plain sight, but you have to trust that letting go and creating the void is what will lead to what's next. When we leave one thing for another, there's not a lot of space for processing. And I remember I did that. I was a teacher on a Friday and I was a manager on a Monday. There was no space for processing. And what ended up happening was I found myself unfulfilled in that new career because it was much more of a fix. So when we leave one relationship for another, when we leave one job for another, those things don't get, it's not a true law of compensation releasing. It's an exchange. And so it might be a slight upgrade, but when we're talking about true authentic flow as opposed to force, when we're talking about abundance and prosperity as opposed to lack and scarcity, this is the difference in being able to release something out of faith and trust because you know it's what's next to do because you've already felt that guidance to release it simply because you recognize that it has served its purpose. That is where the law of compensation can truly bring you your desires without you having to force your hand or run yourself ragged or exhaust your resources doing so because you are not the sole creator. This is a co-creation. And so that's where we're able to release the grip on control and release the grip on compensation. Because don't you know Can't you feel when you've tried to force income or you've tried to force a relationship or you try to force an outcome, uh, it usually causes breakdown or it doesn't exactly go your way. Or even if it does, it's not a long lasting solution because this, it's not truly an authentic place. And so again, releasing, releasing in faith. Um, So your job 
as far as the integrity of the law of compensation, your job is to just make space. That might mean making space in your head, your heart, your physical life, your again, your calendar, your world is make space. That's your job in the law of compensation. Then trusting that the co-creative components will be moving what's for you into your life effortlessly. And I love to say that effortlessly part because there is fluidity in this, there's flow in this, and the, the challenge, the work part of it, we think that we have to do the work of creating the outcome. The work that we have to do is making the space. That's challenging enough. There's grief in making space. There's faith and spirituality and trust in making space. There's a leap of faith. It it's, can be scary. It can be um, sad. You have to process like letting maybe go of someone you love or letting go of something that you love. I had to let go of um, a career. Like I spent... I, from ninth grade through college, so for like eight to 10 years, I believed in uh, teaching and I had to energetically make space for what was next for me by letting go of the idea that teaching was the end all be all. There was grief in that. There was sadness in that. There was regret in that. And I had to let go of it in order to welcome in what was new. And so it happens. And especially as you trade, there's the difference between trading the bad for the good the good for the great, the great for the extraordinary, the extraordinary for the phenomenal, the phenomenal for the unfathomable. Can you imagine making space by letting go of the great and the extraordinary and letting go of the phenomenal and letting go of the unfathomable for something even greater? There really is like a grip that we have on when things are awesome. Why would we give up what's awesome for something we don't know what's coming? because it's, it is operating strictly on faith and the law of compensation that when you do that, what's next will be something you couldn't even possibly imagine that God had in store for you that is now even further in alignment than you could ever imagine being in alignment. Like It is truly mind-blowing if you will surrender to these universal laws. And I can only offer it to you. I can only teach and articulate to the best of my physical ability, but damn, it's far beyond anything that the English language can express about what's available inside of trusting and surrendering to these concepts and these laws. So oh, I want to thank you. This has been a fun one. I love this law. I love practicing this law. I love encouraging this law. So give it a try. What is there for you to let go of? What is there? Where is there for you to make space in your life for what's trying to come into your life? I love you. Thank you for being willing to unleash your heart and unleash whatever's ready to go in your life. Thanks for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.